Fuck, I already messed it up. Wow, like, uh, you actually sound like you have a podcast voice. I don't know if I should fight you or thank you. I'm really happy. I'm also um, drunk. Well, when shit, cats... that's on wax now, isn't it? <laughs> God damn it. Uh, I love when cats make like, oh, he's like really going for the TV now. Dennis, yeah. no, no, no. <laughs> Please don't do that. Hi, this is Little Lit, the podcast where, where Danny's cat wrecks her TV. My name is Andrew Cleva. My name is Danny Burford. <laughs> and t- today we are discussing Greek mythology. Uh, because last week we last week's episode we had discussed um, the Madeline Miller or Madeline Miller apologies uh, apologize uh, the song apologies. of Achilles apologies um, and so we thought we thought we would talk about uh, mythology today because we both had uh, previous experiences with it be it in school or on our own um, and we both went into that book with some kind of background in it and so um, like. I I mentioned last week that I had read a little bit of Norse mythology, a little bit of Japanese mythology, like some some Germanic stuff, but like not honestly yeah. that that much. Oh, the rest of it, like I, I I've I've gotten pieces Norse probably the sec- second most, some other stuff here and there, but like Greek far and away everything oh, yeah. uh, above everything it, else. It's almost like comic. Like I could say that like yes, Norse would be like my second, but yeah. it would be like. Pale, a comical second. Yeah, paling in comparison yeah. to what we're uh, talking about, yeah. Same. I did, read a whole bunch of Greek mythology. Fucking loved it. Yeah. I just thought it was so... I, you know what my favorite idea about Greek mythology is? Is that it was someone's Bible. That yeah, it was... Yeah, yeah. It was, like... It was someone's religion. And... Mm. The way that we now read it as being myth and being fiction and being yeah. all of that oh, kind of... All these stories. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This I was someone's shit. This was someone's <laughs> belief system. Mm-hmm. Like a hardcore and also a very, I would say, sometimes malef- malevolent. Malevolent? Malevolent. Maneficent? Yes. Maleficent. Um that like not always like a, they weren't nice gods and goddesses in fact they were normally no. not not super Cause, great because you had to you had to be able to explain the reasons why like bad things happen so like how how you know like you, you think about like natural disasters and stuff like mm-hmm. well the gods were angry uh, i know, see that's... and that's what i like about i think that's what i really like about greek mythology is that there's not this idea that there is an all good being you know or an <laughs> yeah. all bad being yeah. there are Beings that are, that are even more emotional than humans. <laughs> yeah. That just have like a have more power than us, and they're like, oh man, you guys kind of like piss me off today. But isn't that also like uh, no terif- corn for you? Isn't that also terrifying then? Because because you know, yeah. if your lives are, if your lives are in control of the uh, of these squabbling like petty deities. One hundred percent. I like it because like it, it it makes for such good stories. I would have I would have trouble like. And, and I don't buy the whole like one uh, um, omniscient, omnipotent God as a like a better belief system necessarily. But I mean, I, I feel like if these if these gods, if these Greek gods, were like I don't know, um, 
not so goddamn emotional that it would that it would that it would still make sense as a belief structure because you're like oh well, why does bad, bad things happen? Well, the gods were at war with each, or they were at cross purposes with each other. Like so, yeah. so, so like you get away from the whole like well why does a good god let bad things happen to good people's uh, situation out of the way because you're like well. They're they drinking they, too much. They, <laughs> that's the part that fucks me up. I, that's that's what the part is too much. Because they're fucking partiers, and you're uh, like, oh yeah, fucking get it, ambrosia. Ambrosia, yeah, exactly. Ambrosia and nectar. They're just fucking living in it, just just having a hot Did tub you, in it. So so like, so I I was trying to trace like my actual origins for like what what how I first started reading this stuff or how I encountered it in the first time, uh, first case, um, and I had some ideas. But, like, nothing that really, like, I was able to say, like, oh, yeah, that's when I first, like, started loving it or anything like that. Honestly, just hearing the word ambrosia, I remember being in uh, a gifted class, no big deal, um, when I was in, like, elementary school. And we had, and we we must have been doing some kind of, uh, like, brief section on mythology because we, Mm. like, we, like, for a project, we, like, made ambrosia. And it was, all it was was, like, like, well, it it was, like, pineapple with like coconut flakes or some shit it was it was out of some oh like you know, it was out of some like cookbook for like for literally you know. supposed to get the gods drunk and they're well, like third graders are yeah, you ready <laughs> they're definitely the teachers were definitely in the back pouring tequila in that there's no fucking oh God, way i hope so uh, there's Ms. no way that there wasn't like white rum in the background Man, what was her name? I feel bad now. She was a nice lady, Mrs. Do you remember your elementary school teacher names? Not, no, not many of them. But so the the way the way like gifted worked in our school, which it was it was bare fucking minimum uh, type stuff. It was only from grades three to five, and um, Hmm. the rest of the teachers like you 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 would get pulled out of class to be in a gifted class, and then Mm -hmm. like any teacher that you whose class you got pulled out of would be really pissy about the fact that you missed work, and so they'd make you just make it up afterwards. So it was not really. Uh, like the classes itself were cool and good, um, and, and and I feel bad. I'm I'm blanking on the on the teacher's name because she was very nice. But um, like those sessions were solid. It's just that like every other teacher, like no one gave a shit. Like that that you were like, oh well, they were pulling me out of this class so I could get some kind of like different um, uh, you know sectional learning. They were like, nah, you're gonna make up all the activities that we learned in class while you were gone and all the homework, even though you didn't hear the lesson and blah. blah, blah. See, that's nice that they did that Tremble. for you. They would just... Tresky. This is Tresky. Sorry. They would just... um, It was within the same class. And they would be like, hey, like, smart people, you're sitting at these desks. uh, And everyone else, you can sit at these desks. Um, They sectioned you off right there in front of everyone. Oh, yeah. It was like accelerated reader. Wait. No, 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 no. What is that? Hooked on phonics. Oh, okay. It was... Did you ever do hooked on phonics? No, we never did. Okay. I mean, I'm aware of it, obviously, but no. Yeah, we did hooked on phonics and... Whatever, like, thing you were reading, like, whatever color was associated with, like, the little booklet that you were reading meant, like, what level you were at. So it was, like, red was over there, orange was over here, green was over there, whatever. Um, Yeah, it was fucking terrifying. Well, I was fucking terrifying. I was going to say, I was saying we had a really bad system for it, but, like, (laughs) my school wasn't, well, at least, like, four years after I left, I don't know what it was like the whole time, but, like, our school system was like ranked like the bottom ten percent in the state, so like I don't know if it was really the model for how education should be working or anything. We actually had like we were like the num- like one of the number one public schools in California. Like I don't know what that means though. Like I don't know where the other ones were. Like I don't know what that or means what relative the to like. like- yeah, I don't know what that means relative to anything else. Well, that that was kind of the so like, like Connecticut is a, is a really fucked up state in a lot of ways, but um, or at least a weird state in a lot of ways. But like when you're when you're being compared to like 
when you're bottom ten percent, that means you're being compared to like um like poorly funded like um uh, Hartford or Bridgeport mm-hmm. or New Haven, not in the Yale section schools and whatnot. Because so much of Connecticut is is um uh like wealthy suburbs and shit like that. Yeah. So like 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 Simsbury schools, for example, or Avon are just loaded and have all of the all the all all of the materials you'd ever want. And then we were just you know. We, our gifted class was like getting pulled out of class one time a week, and then they would, and then the, and then the, and the, the, the quote unquote fuck. Uh, ha ha ha! You we, haven't had a drink for I something know, like this. I know. I'm, I'm doing better. The, the the real teachers would then would then yell at us and make us make up all the work. So it wasn't the best system. And looking back, I can we only had why. like mathletes in elementary school. We didn't we didn't have like a specific middle schools when you were put into like advanced like math or advanced whatever oh we did it we did, we did the tiers and the tracks and everything once we got yeah. to i would say high school for the most part but um but for whatever reason the gifted program was only operational from like grades three to five I don't know was your middle school six seven eight yeah that makes more sense because my middle school was seven and eight and i was like so what did you do for sixth grade oh just, like, yeah, yeah, around? yeah yeah like, no, no, you're our, just like our, whatever yeah, ours, was, ours was six seven eight uh okay. we, yeah we, we, we yeah like k through five um was split up between two schools but was the same like elementary um yeah, yeah, yeah. status and then like middle school was six to eight and then high school obviously so you were introduced to greek mythology that young though yeah, I, I was. I was also like, just like, I was a, I was a good little reader, and so I, I love checking out all this kind of stuff. Um, I was a terrible reader. I, 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 I was, I was like, I, I when I pushed into um, adult reading, I really dragged my feet for a while. Like, I think I've mentioned this on this podcast before. I, like, I, I dragged my feet. I, I read like Hardy Boys books, like you know, three mm. years after I probably should have, instead of just making the transition into like reading adult fiction. But yeah. um, when I was younger, I was like. I would I would, be, I would read anything. I was so because I also grew up on like um, like Chronicles of Narnia. It was one of the first books my mom ever yeah. read to me, and then I read by myself, and I read with her and everything. So like fantasy and mythology and all that kind of really made sense uh, to, together. Like that, the Phantom Tollbooth, some other stuff like that. The first I was not a good reader, uh, mostly because I've definitely told the story before, uh, uh-huh. but because like I. Had really bad vision, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, and it's very uncommon for a young person to be farsighted, so I couldn't see anything up close. Yeah, uh, and it's not, you know, people don't really look out for it that much. They thought you were just an idiot instead of like something about your own. Yes, they did. So, and then get into reading until later. Grip it and rip it. <laughs> yep, no big deal. Uh, um, sorry, go ahead. and. Anyway, so yeah, I didn't. I don't think I was introduced. I'm trying to figure out when I was introduced to myth, besides like Hercules, like the Disney movie Hercules. Yeah, um, there, there's pop culture stuff that was. Actually, I have. Uh, well, I'll, 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 I'll do this real quick then because like okay. uh, the pop culture thing uh, was one of the aspects from why I started like getting into it a little bit more because for whatever reason I don't know if it was just like what it was one of the only like VHS tapes that they you can had. Talk in about the, the Hercules school. movie. Nope. I'm oh. going to talk about the original Clash of the Titans. Whoa! Uh, it was made in 1981, it looks like. Yep, 1981. Uh, starring fucking Harry Hamlin as Perseus. Wow. Lawrence Olivier as Zeus. Maggie Whoa. Smith's in there as uh, Thetis or Thetis. Uh, Burgess Meredith is in there in a random role. Um, Ursula Andress as Aphrodite, go figure. Um, there's... 
that this 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 claymation ass um, Clash of the Titans movie was was one of the things that they would just like randomly show when the teacher was like you know sick and we had a substitute in or a teacher was like really you know, finding an excuse to show a video for some fucking reason yeah did I mention we had a bad school system um, and so this <laughs> I'm was surprised all, that that was like the movie I, I, I that's why that's why I feel like it has to be like just something that was in stock you know what I mean like that, that like that yeah. was in, that was in like the teacher's lounge ours or some was shit always. Like that. Um... <clears throat> What's that fucking football movie? Titans. Remember, Remember the, the Titans? Titans? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. That, that so we both had Titans. Maybe I was introduced <laughs> <laughs> earlier than I thought. You should really, you should really start getting into, the, in, into the mythology because of the yeah. uh, the illusions made in that, that great Denzel Washington movie. So that I great into, Ethan Suppley vehicle. Yes. I got into, after watching like Hercules and stuff like that, um, I'm pretty sure it was high school when... Pretty sure it was high school when I read like my first like set of myth stories, Greek myth stories, and everything like that. And then it wasn't really until college when I took my first classics course. Oh, cool! Yeah. And it was I should not have been there. One, it was like <laughs> a three hundred level. Course. Oh, that kind of okay, that kind of. It was. Yeah. I was a freshman. I um, had no idea what the fuck I was doing. <laughs> and uh i couldn't get into any of the classes that i wanted to and this was mm-hmm. like one of the only ones open and i was like fuck it yeah i'll just it. do it like i'm interested like it's i'm interested whatever so i did it i was the only freshman in this class it was filled with like juniors and seniors who were just filling the gaps which yeah. is what i was doing but i just dumbly chose a 300 level class yeah so um and i fucking loved it absolutely <laughs> loved it it was so cool it was like the first time not the first time i'm a teacher's pet i talk in all my classes <laughs> i'm like the first person to be like hey i might not have read the entire story but like let me bring some insight but i've got some opinions here yeah um i was an asshole is what also it's called <laughs> <laughs> and uh i Loved this. And our final, I remember, she was very big into you could either choose to do a written, you could do written tests or like a paper, or you could do like multiple choice, like an actual test. Yeah. And if you bombed one, you were then given the chance to like reclaim your grade by doing, doing the other. I like that. That's good. Yeah. So like if, like there was one time when I took, I'm not very good at standardized testing, it's never been my cup of tea. I'm sure. very, I'm very adequate at writing, and so I would always go for writing. And I was like, you know what? I kind of want to do a regular test. Like, I want to see if like this knowledge can translate or whatever. It did not. Fucking <laughs> did not. No worries. <laughs> um, and but our final was that we had three options. You could either take a test, you could write a critical essay, mm-hmm. or you could take a myth and rewrite it into modern day. Nice, nice. And I was like, fuck, let's go. So what'd you do? I did um, Lita and the Swan. Oh, okay. That's an interesting one to to decide to adapt. So I did it. It was about 20 pages long. It was supposed to be 10. (laughs) Jesus. And... Your professor sees it like, no, this fucking asshole. Yeah. And I did it from... I was it was pretty creepy, I'm not gonna lie. I did it in the sense of like um a college party. Oh. 
And it was from both perspectives. Okay. So it was like one chapter, like one page and a half would be Lita. And then mm-hmm. another page and a half would be Zeus. Or I think yeah. I named him like fucking Brad or something. I don't remember. <laughs> um, <laughs> whatever. But it, was at, but it was at this like party and everything kind of like unraveled. And I really fucking liked it. And that's, yeah. that was the moment that... I like written poetry and stuff like that, but that was the moment that I was like, oh fuck, like I wanna do creative writing. Like yeah, I yeah, yeah. like this it was the first opportunity that I had, had to do something like this where my professor brought me in and she was like, Let's edit this. Let's That's cool. make yeah. this better. And I was like, Okay. Sure. <laughs> let's let's make a finished product out of this. Yeah. So did, did you have did you know much going into that class at all, or or, or, or I mean, like did you uh, you said like Hercules the animated and, and some other like you know pop culture stuff, but you, you hadn't really read not, any of this stuff. No, beforehand. not much. Yeah, um, so that was that, and then I t- and then the next semester I was like, I'll take the one hundred and one course. <laughs> um, Blow all you idiots out of the water. Yeah, now. because there was a whole bunch of talk of about the Iliad and the Odyssey, and I hadn't read them. Oh, that that does make sense then. And so all of the readings that we did were way more in depth yeah, and sure. way more like backstories and like like not smaller stories, but like origin stories of everyone. And I was like, I don't know who the fuck Odysseus is. Like, I don't know what any of this happened. So I took sure. the one-on-one class next. And she saw me in there too. And she's like, what the fuck are you doing in here? And I was like, I have no idea what we talked about. <laughs> <laughs> I only have like as much background as you gave me. I didn't have all, all the underpinnings of it. Yeah, yeah, I have no idea what's happening. Well, I, I got a lot of that um, in a high school, a senior year in high school class, actually. So mm-hmm. I, I had, um, so not, so I, like as far as far as like the, you know, how old we were or whatever, like not that far apart. I mean, different like, a, a, like areas of, of learning, but, um, you know, year wise, not that different. Um, I had, all right, again, my school was um, a public school, so this is not like some weird private school thing, but um, you were automatically put into a Latin class. Uh, as a no. freshman, unless you got a parental exemption to, to study either uh, Spanish or French, oh. so the default was Latin, uh, and, default. and you had to <laughs> and you had to get special like uh, discompense to go into a you know modern language course instead, mm. which is very strange. And I think the, ba- the I feel like it should be reversed. Almost. Yeah. I, I, well, everyone always says like you know, oh, Latin is super useful for learning like base roots and like um, mm-hmm. SATs and stuff like that. And I I understand the the logic, and I'm honestly not saying it's like necessarily wrong as far as uh, it works and what Latin's good for. I don't know if it's the best in terms of um, like what's the most what, yeah what's yeah what's the most useful at this point in time. Um, definitely Chinese. That's well well. That said, I had a really good um, Latin t- uh, teacher uh, whose name was uh, Mr. Higgins. I, I believe I re- referenced him briefly last episode. Uh, shout out, Mr. Higgins. He was a great teacher. Um, oh. I had him for my my, my junior and uh, sorry my freshman and junior years, and then I had finished my language requirement. I didn't want to take Latin anymore, but he was teaching a classics course for um, for seniors. Or oh. I think it was only for seniors, and so I took that one, and that's when I first read the Iliad. Um, and that was when that's I... That's early. That's like a heavy book. It's a big book. <clears throat> it was, but like, like the way... I, and I don't know which... Um, I don't know what translation I read back mm. then. I, I, I kind of assume it was uh, Alexander Pope. I could be wrong. I, I, the, the book, I, the copy I have on the shelves is um, uh, Fagels, um, Robert Fagels, who yeah. is my personal... 
favorite from having read them um, with an introduction by Bernard Knox, I think it is. Um, yeah, that's I, one I, that I've read. I love that one. I think I, I love that translation. I think it's I think it's like colloquially without being dumbed down. I think it's a really really like good and poetic read. Um, and, and regardless, I, I I read that for the first time in this class, and I. I'd, I'd had a bunch of mythology beforehand, but that was the first time I read like the home, like the like the Homer, uh, like, like the you know the the epics or anything. I I read the Odyssey on my own afterwards, I believe, um, and I also read the Aeneid at one point. Or I read part of the Aeneid in a lot of class, but I didn't, I didn't get one. anything out of that one. Same. Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot yeah. that I read that. Well, I, I, like, I actually I, forgot. Yeah, I, I read like I read parts of it in Latin class and and just did not really pull that much of it, uh, but. Uh, I, I, I read it again on my own and liked it, but like the Odyssey and the Iliad are definitely my, my yeah. home base as far as those things go. But I'd already done a lot of mythology beforehand, but that was the first time I got like that like aspect of the story. I um, do you have like a fi- I I don't know why I started with that. Do you have like a favorite story? Um, well, the, like, the, or, Clash of, like, the Clash of Titans and Perseus, like I, again, like I, I also like I, I've there, there's the. Uh, this book, this movie came out in '81, and like I was in, I was in school in the '90s, so this was definitely like a not something that was like popular at the time. I again, I have no idea why it was out, but I do love the story of Perseus. Um, but like more more than anything, I love the stories where like there that where there were humans that defied the gods. Mm. Uh, so I love Prometheus. Um, oh, that's a good one. Uh, because 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 not only is it like a great story itself, um, it's a great um, story about. You know, uh, you know, mortals fighting, uh, like rebelling against the gods, and it's also a story of consequence and, and, and immortality and what happens and everything too. Um, it's it's one of those like I, I, it's hard to say that I have like a very particular favorite one, like that's like the best of the best or anything like that. But it's one of the ones I, I kind of like went back to immediately mm, once once we once, once we started thinking about this. So do, do you as well? Or I do. I one of my favorites is um, the Persephone story. Yeah. Um, I just, I love that that was the reasoning for seasons. Like, I, <laughs> I, I really like the origin stories of, like, why things came to be. Like, why the Earth did what it did. Yes. Um, so Persephone was taken by Hades and Demeter, who is the goddess of, um, like, the harvest. And um, she just basically, like, helps seasons and shit. Uh-huh. And so Hades stole her, and then um, Hades stole Persephone, who was Demeter's daughter. Yes. And then Hades gave her some pomegranate seeds. Yes. Which doesn't mean that she can't leave the underworld, but it does mean that, like, she will then miss, like, she needs to come back. She misses the underworld. Like, she yeah. will miss it there. Um, I also just love that that, humanized Hades in a way that we don't get in a lot of traditional I would agree with that too, yeah. Um that the reason why he fell in love with Persephone was because it made him feel joyous, it made him feel young, it made him mm-hmm. feel like happy and we don't associate him with being happy just because of like the whole underworld thing. Yeah, which he wasn't even like cruel or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, he's just the is... caretaker, that's all it yeah. is, yeah. Um I I, any... I I always like that aspect of um of, of either mythology or just storytelling like the the idea of like 
hey, I'm not a bad guy. I'm just in charge of this place. Like, I, yeah. it's not like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not a, you know, a post-Bible Satan who is, uh, who, who is relishing in the torments or anything like that. I'm just like a dude who runs this place. I That's would all it love is. to see either one, like a series or like mm. a really well done series. Yeah, sure. Or like a really well done movie about Hades, like not being a bad guy, just yeah, being yeah. like, Haiti, like just being like well like this is like this is what i got like we split things up <laughs> yeah we, we we drew lots for what we were going to be in charge of and i, I got the answer he's like one. there's also like sucker. way more evil people out there oh yeah that are actually doing shit like athena mm. uh who's just like fucking it up massacring people at times yeah like there's way there's way different people that are doing different things one of my so one of my other favorite um like it's a story, uh-huh. but it's about um, Hera, and um, it's so Hera and Echo. Mm-hmm. So Echo used to was basically employed by Zeus to um, tell Hera beautiful things about herself, so that Zeus oh, could go yeah, off yeah. and do his own thing. But Hera found out and then smited Echo so that mm-hmm. he could only, instead of like saying back things that like, instead of saying things out loud that were his own, he was smited by Hera to only repeat what was said to him, so which is we, how we have echoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, like, expl- explanations yes, for everything as far I, as that goes. That's my favorite part about Greek mythology. There are so many awesome explanations that we still just look at as stories, but can be super cool yeah. in the way that they're all done. I don't know. Well, how, 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 how they were, uh, how, well, how like when you, when you get this like this impact on real life and like what why you would believe like um, I don't know anything in the world runs the way it does. It's because it's because of these yeah. stories that you were told to as a as a youth or whatnot. Yeah, as a youth. I, I will, I will also be remiss if I don't at least briefly mention uh, Orpheus and oh. uh, 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 Eurydice. Uh, I, don't, I don't remember how to pronounce her name exactly, Eurydice. but um, um, Orpheus makes an appearance in uh, Neil Gaiman's The Sandman, which is you know one of my all time favorite comics, and uh, that, that that's a story that the whole like that's a whole like leaving uh, leaving um, the uh, the underworld, but you can't look back otherwise. Mm. Uh, oh, you, yes. uh, otherwise you'll yeah, and so that, that that that's the whole. That's a good story of Hades too, just being like, yeah. hey, I told you what you had to do. Like, why did you yeah. look back? Hades set one condition. However, upon leaving the land of death, <laughs> you know. Uh, uh, both, or sorry, well, Hades, uh, so one condition, however, upon leaving the land of death, both Orpheus and Eurydice were forbidden to look back. They uh, climbed towards the sun, and Orpheus, seeing the sun again, turned back to share his delight with Eurydice. And in that moment, she disappeared. And yeah. it's like, well, well, fuck but, me then. <laughs> yeah, one fucking job. One, one job. job. Don't do it. Don't look back. Never look back. And see, this is what it all comes down to. Never, ever look back in any situation, ever. And that's why we never listen to our old recordings. 